founder and skipper of Sporting Sheroes, an organization that helps women in sport raise their profile and develop great sponsorship packages. This is the Data Talks Sports CDP Crash Course Podcast. Data Talks makes it easy for sports organizations to sell more tickets and merchandise and negotiate sponsorship agreements of higher value. Our community, Women in Sport, beyond the hashtag, is for everyone involved in the women's sports space. And we'd love you to join us, whatever your sport, whatever your level, and whatever your role. So welcome to the February 2024 episode of my guest host slot. And this month, I'm going to talk about visibility, audiences, and what I'm calling my rising five sports to watch in the months and years ahead, although we may touch on a few more than five. This week, I had the privilege of sitting in on a meeting that presented the just-released Women's Sports Trust report into visibility, which examines coverage and audiences in 2023 and potential growth areas for the future. Excitingly, if not unexpectedly, the Women's World Cup produced all of the most watched women's sports moments for the year. But there are two sides to every coin. And whilst this is positive, the flip side is that firstly, all those moments are focused on football, demonstrating a lack of spread across other sports. And secondly, if women's football is so far in the lead, but we have no major international tournaments until 2025, how might that impact women's sports audiences for this 2024 year? Now, obviously, we hope that the Olympics in Paris will deliver memorable moments. And ideally, in the absence of women's football, there will be space for other sports to have the spotlight shone on them. But the danger is that the men's football Euros will take centre stage to the detriment of women's coverage outside of the Olympics. The Women's Sport Trust report, which incidentally is downloadable and titled Visibility Uncovered 2023 End of Year Review, studied data about paid, free-to-air and digital coverage of women's sport, as well as comparing it to that enjoyed by men's sport. For potential sponsors outside of football, there are three clear women's sports to watch, figuratively and literally. These sports are golf, rugby and cricket, all of which were the most watched after football and have year-on-year rising audience numbers. Within them, there are specific tournaments, the Solheim Cup in golf, the 100 and T20 in cricket and the Six Nations in rugby. Alongside this rise in women's sport comes a differential in platform in the form of huge viewing audiences on key social channels, and particularly on YouTube and TikTok for the Women's Super League in football and the Women's Six Nations in rugby. So for traditionalist sponsors who are looking for fast growing markets, football, rugby and golf seem to be the front runners for now, at least. But the one thing I really love about women's sports sponsorship is the depth and collaborative growth of sponsor and sport relationships, which can be seen, for example, with sponsors such as Vitality and others who have demonstrated that they're in it for the long haul, not just the quick wins in women's sport. Sport is evolving and there are a number of challenger sports coming forwards. Let's start with the 2024 Olympics, which this year welcomes some new sports into the event. Breaking, 
or break dancing, as it was known back in the day, skateboarding, surfing and sport climbing. These have been included, amongst other reasons, for being more inclusive, more community focused and with a younger demographic, which is perfect, obviously, for the TikTok generation. And for what it's worth, for a TikTok or YouTube generation, I would predict breaking and skateboarding out of those four will have the fastest growing audiences as rising stars can demo and instruct on social media their signature moves and tricks. That, combined with the accessibility of taking part wherever and whenever, plus a relatively low cost of entry, are a compelling combination. And I'd like to finish with two rapidly emerging sports that are taking certain areas of the globe by storm. Two years ago, when I went to Mallorca with my sister for a special birthday celebration, we came across a major tournament for a sport called paddle. At that point, I had no idea what it was. And I'm slightly ashamed to say that. But now, over the last few months, I've had multiple paddle centres coming up as ads on my social feeds and invitations for tree for free trials galore. Whilst it has been slightly slower to take off in the UK than in some other countries, it is most definitely enjoying a meteoric rise in my home nation, having already exploded in the Nordics, especially Sweden, in Spain, Portugal, and even the United Arab Emirates and Argentina. Another sport that's cited to be the fastest growing in the US and the UK is pickleball. In the UK alone in 2022, there were approximately 270 venues and 7,000 players. By 2025, it is expected that there will be over 25,000 players or more. And pickleball's average age started with an older cohort, but in the US, under 24s are now cited as the fastest rising cohort. Now, whilst neither paddle nor pickleball are currently Olympic sports, my guess is that they're working towards this. Let's face it, where an activity gains momentum and supporters, leagues are formed, national governing bodies are set up, and then it's only a matter of time before European and World Cup events start to garner significant prestige and audiences. And I would say that the sponsors that get in early and commit to the long term will see the benefits. So coming back to where we started, my rising five to watch in women's sports are golf, rugby and cricket based on the viewing figures and having a good foothold already in the commercial space, followed either by breaking or skateboarding as they rise in prominence due to their inclusion in the Olympics and accessibility, and then paddle or pickleball because of their meteoric rise in popularity and potential challenge to tennis. I'd love to hear your thoughts. Who are your primary contenders over the next couple of years and why? Message me, perhaps on Instagram at Sporting Sheroes, or tag me and let me know. So that's a wrap for this month. I'm Karen, the founder and skipper of Sporting Sheroes, guest hosting this podcast for Data Talks. Come and connect with me and the awesome Data Talks team on social media. And don't forget to join our fantastic community, Women in Sport, beyond the hashtag. All the links are in the episode description.